If you're an adventurer, there's one place that you absolutely have to shop. There is, because there's this place called Mototomic, and they have the gas can hoodie, which when you put it on, it feels like a hug. And if you're a true adventure rider, you know that some days don't go as planned and you need a hug. But not only the gas can hoodie, Mototomic has other things too. Like what, Cappy? Like beanies, cups, stickers, t-shirts, and probably my favorite dry bag. That orange dry bag is badass. It is. Mototomic.com. Link in the description. So, Chappie, I got a confession to make. Confess to me. I've been talking to our buddy from B-Moto, Paco Pete. You know B-Moto, that shop that does really cool stuff like... Off-road performance engines and suspensions. They even can Cerakote with ceramic finishes. So the outside is just as strong as the inside. Which is awesome and brings me to my confession, Cody Proof Certification. Because Paco Pete told me they're going to take care of my engine and Cody Proof it. That's something that not too many places can say. No, definitely not. I would just suggest go over to bmoto.com and check it out. They've got some pictures of what they do. Bootiche.com. Link in the description of the podcast. Yes, because it's hard to spell, but they do good work. Hello and welcome to another episode of Throttled Adventures. No, 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 no. Special episode. No, no, no. It's not just another episode. It's a... What episode? (laughs) Did you forget already? Oh, I know. I know what it is. A hundred. It is. Episode 100, according to... uh, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Wikipedia, Throttled Adventures Wikipedia. <laughs> if I see a Throttled Adventures Wikipedia oh boy. Uh, or wiki, I will know that we have arrived. Yeah. That means people are doing it because I don't have time for that shit. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then I'll be asking, who's the leak? <laughs> who's the leak? <laughs> we were just talking about taking a leak. Yeah, we were. We're pooping brings us, anyway. Brings us to our topic of... While we will not be debating the rabbit hole of this, <laughs> there will be just some uh, experiences that we've had, like a harder, soft luggage, which one gets you into the hotel quicker, because if you're with a buddy, whoever takes the bathroom first, man, is the winner. If they poop, you don't want to shower after they poop. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as Cody said, uh, this week's episode is about the different types of luggage, some of the pros and cons that we have experienced and seen. Um, we have experience with all the forms of luggage, whether it be the aluminum panniers, uh, your plastic uh, panniers, top boxes. Your soft, yeah, your soft luggage, and then your uh, rackless systems. And we're going to talk about those uh, one thing at a time, and go down uh, what we like and don't like, or what we've seen. And now, put your put your freaking boxing gloves away, people, because this is just uh, informational only. It's not. uh, We're not trying to sell you anything. Yeah, and we're not debating membership. That's all we're trying to sell you. I mean, other than that, (laughs) but we're also not going to debate the the question that people have uh, been debating forever about whether you should have hard or soft panniers because it's a, as we depends, if you ask a chick, she'll tell you as we've come to an agreement, uh, (laughs) it's personal preference. Everybody's going to make up their own mind, but we're going to give you all the the chicken or the egg. It's like the chicken or the egg, right? You can go yeah. about it forever and ever and ever. <laughs> right. Debate. So. Pollo yeah, or This huevos. is informational. Huevos or porio? Ooh. Huevos rancheros? No, huevos or pollo. Chicken oh, or nuts. egg. Or egg or chicken. Yeah, never know. Which came um, first? I wasn't so there. I'm not that yeah, old. We're going to start with the hard panniers. Um, Cody has oh. experience with some of the aluminums. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, I do. The, the, 
I guess the the one of the biggest pros that we've discussed between us is uh, security. Yes, that is definitely. When I was rocking the uh, the hard aluminum panniers, security was a lot less on my mind. Yeah. And that was a nice thing. Like, I could take it, I could go to the grocery store, get my groceries, you know, without worrying as much. Again, we talked earlier, and I don't care what you've got. If somebody wants it bad enough, right. get into it. So, we're going to leave that kind of how that is. But as far as my mindset was, the security of the uh, hard panniers was, it was very nice. It's one thing that I yeah. miss. It is a somewhat of a deterrent. Um, I mean, I agree. If somebody wants in bad enough and they've got the time, they're going to get in. But like if you're running to the store to grab something with hard luggage, you don't have to worry about somebody opening it up as long as you locked it. Another, uh, I guess, pro that kind of comes with that is uh, usually they detach fairly easily. A good set. We're talking about good sets. Fuck. Whoa. Bling. I, I forgot to mute. Oh, that's a first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is good. Just don't lose your keys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know where I had to come up with that idea, but yeah. Well, no. I mean, if, if you buy something like uh, Tour Attack or aftermarket ones, they're not keyed to your bike. Right. If you buy um, something, uh, I know BMW, a lot of times the, they'll key the, the bags to your bike. I think they have the like their aluminum ones. I don't know if they come from Tour Tech or who makes them for BMW, but I, I'm pretty sure that it's all one key. Yeah, and that's that's nice. And, and if that is an option, uh, so you have two panniers and a top box if you can have them all with the same key that's nice as a as a user yes um another uh, i guess pro would be um when you do take them off uh like you had mentioned with other stuff you know you can use those as a chair or you can set things on um yeah you can use them as kind of like a, a suitcase and take it into your tent. Um, you can use it as a table inside the yeah. tent even. Or That's a, a nice bureau keep, or dresser. Keep stuff know. off your off the dirt, you know? Yes. Your butt if or your food or your beer or whatever. Yeah, you and if your vestibule you. is big enough, uh, you could use it, you know, in there to hold, hold stuff and keep it bug-free. Because yeah. they seal, they seal very well. Yeah, that is another. I think it's listed, you know, a lot as a pro. Um, and again, we won't debate too much, but they're pretty much waterproof. Most of them. Yeah, that if you get a a decent set, they're supposed to be waterproof. But I mean that uh, it depends on you know if 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 you have uh, a lot of damage and you bend them quite a bit out of shape. What do you say? Very hard to get it back into shape. Who would do that? Well, I mean, if no, you drop you're your right. bike. You're right. Yeah. The nice thing, I mean, that is something I've heard a lot and seen. Uh, you can, if you dent them or whatever, you can kind of pound them back into shape and stuff. And that, so that's convenient. The only downside of that I've seen is if you do it multiple times, they might not be waterproof. I'm not yeah, ragging right. on them. I'm just saying something to consider like they're waterproof when you get them and if you take care of them they should stay that way yeah and i would say depending on how they open that would determine what you know well (laughs) because if you've got the one of the ones where the where the thing comes off and lifts up you know like the top lifts up and Mm -hmm. and like a hinge then those would probably you'd probably be able to make them more waterproof because it kind of like seals over the top. Um, whereas if you've got one that opens like a suitcase where the, 
it opens from the side and opens out. If you bang or damage those, um, (laughs) well, I mean, your seal is exposed as where the other one, the top comes down. So the top's covering it. So it's kind of like under your house, under the roof kind of, I mean, it's, you got a little cover on those. You've got a better chance of if they open like the, I can't remember the name of them, Vario or. Oh yeah. Like the BMW. There's uh, quite a few like, uh, that open like that. Yeah. So, but that leaves part of the seal exposed is what you're saying. Oh yeah. The the seal is exposed. So if it's damaged, um, I mean, the plastic usually doesn't dent. It usually cracks. Um, yeah. So minor plastic, but, I'm not sure if they make any metal ones like that, but if they do, uh, that would be one maybe con to having something that opens that way. So I guess we preface that with it. If you take care of your stuff, I mean, accidents happen, but if you take care of your stuff, they should be waterproof. And uh, the only other issue I had with side opening ones, other than I dropped all my stuff when I opened them, (laughs) Other than that, um, and sometimes top is just like if you're on a really dusty road or something, you might want to just once in a while clean out that seal spot, you know, because dust or little little things can get in there. Oh, yeah, and, and then it won't, doesn't seal. Yeah, and we, we buy waterproof stuff because we want our stuff to be taken care of inside, right? <laughs> so, and that's, yeah. that's a little bit maintenance and cares is all. So. Yeah. Uh, getting into the cons, uh, other than the safety factor, if your hard cases are not waterproof, they are going to fill with water. Yeah. That's only good if you're using it as ice and holding your beer or something. I don't, I don't know. (laughs) That's the only time that would be a good thing. I think. Yeah. Um, so like if you're side box your aluminum side box is no longer waterproof and it keeps filling up with water you're probably gonna have to drill holes in the bottom to get the water i mean kind of like draining noodles yeah but you can do the same thing i mean if it's not waterproof you can still put them in water you can put your stuff in waterproof bags yes but if your waterproof bags are in your pannier and your pannier is filling up with water there's two problems one now you just stuffed your waterproof bag in the bathtub and submerged it. <laughs> and water's going to find its way in in that situation. Wa- I mean, water's pretty tricky that way, isn't it? Yeah. And two, uh, now you've created a shifting weight on the side of your bike. Oh, so yeah, unless your other side is... Fun. Yeah, yeah so you better unless, fill the other one up, too. Unless your other <laughs> side is filling up as well. That's going to make you very unstable. Um, and you just mentioned something that I would consider a pro as well to the uh, to the hard panniers. And uh, that's that you can usually, specifically or generically, get a like a dry bag or a bag that goes inside to keep it dry. But that can work as... You can just pull your stuff out, carry it in or, or whatever. So, um, that can be convenient because I've had panniers. I may be guilty of having a pannier that was kind of like a junk drawer (laughs) and that damn screwdriver you needed was right at the freaking bottom. So to get to it, I had to empty out half the freaking pannier. Now that can be user error. Okay. But there are ways around bags for my side panniers because they are the suitcase type, mm-hmm. which was nice when I went to the, the tour tech thing. Cause I was able to bring the one with my clothes inside the tent. Cause it was just me and use that as like a dresser. So I could use it as like a table in there. And then, you know, like in the morning I could pop it open, pull my clothes out. Yeah. Very convenient. So Kind of like a dresser suitcase type. So Bob Sheree um, wasn't in there taking up unnecessary space, leaving Bob three feet between her and the door. She was working. 
<laughs> I'll never forget that story. <laughs> oh, she had plenty of room over there. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Chappie's thinking, this isn't no three-person well, tent. I was, I was thinking, God damn, I'm glad I got the three-person because it's kind of <laughs> tight in here. Come to find out, she had another four feet between her and the side of the tent. <laughs> she was just trying to snuggle up to you, Chappie. It's not uh-huh. a bad thing. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Tell you what, I had a hell of a lot of room when I was on my own. <laughs> yeah, stretching out. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> now uh, uh, let's let's uh, let's unpackage something, and and I'm kind of generally asking because I don't exactly know the answer, but uh, with the aluminum, they can be pretty pricey. Is that? Oh yes, they are the most probably the most expensive. Um, you're talking seven hundred to a thousand dollars sometimes per piece. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, and I, I again, had tusks, it's, so it's were, all going to uh, depend on what brand and how expensive yeah. you want. I mean, the more expensive sometimes, but not always are more durable yeah um and usually just like any other gear um there are price points and usually the most more expensive ones have features and stuff that are make it worth that price so yeah but just another pro maybe an investment is all oh yeah well i don't care if you're I don't care what we're what kind of luggage we're talking about. It's an investment. Yeah, I mean, and it's not usually not good to to cheap out on investments. Yeah, no, you're you're talking for a real uh, like the top of the line, most expensive aluminums. You're probably talking fifteen hundred to two grand for a complete set. Um. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one Depending, of those things. I mean, this is this is uh, a U.S. currency in the U.S. Uh, if you're living somewhere else in the world, um, it, it could be different. But I'm pretty sure that you know it's still going to be expensive. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's relative wherever you're um, at. Another pro for at least the aluminums. Um, not all plastic, but the aluminums, uh, you can buy kits, uh, usually to mount things on top of or on the back sometimes. Yeah. You buy kits and you can sometimes buy kits for the inside or like, uh, when you lift the, oh, the yeah, lid, the lid, it has, the yeah, you can place like for your tools or wallet or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, so for organization, I'm going to give a win to the hard panniers. Yeah, but you can also put stuff on top of them. Mm -hmm. Um, But that also, uh, one of the reasons that you can do that and put extra weight on them is probably one of the cons for me. Uh, You're going to have to have some sort of a rack, which adds even more weight to the most heavy Explain that to your wife. <laughs> Honey, I had to go buy a rack today. <laughs> Can I touch your rack? No, I did not go to Hooters. Damn it. <laughs> so let's just, let's get to the point here. Hard, soft luggage, blah, blah, blah. We're not arguing, but we all know why everybody buys hard luggage. So they can touch a rack all the time. Well, that, that too, but because you can put the damn stickers on it, man. That's the only thing. Oh, I yeah. Miss. I, I seriously is a pro. I think it's, it's kind of cool, but yes, it may be trivial, but until, you know, like I have soft luggage now, I can't do that. So you don't realize what you don't have until you don't have it, I guess. <laughs> you could, if you got some sort of a outer shell type thing. Yeah, stickers I, I've, on. I've been thinking about like putting Velcro out there and doing patches or something. I don't know. No, but we could make. Yeah, I mean, you got Molly panels. We could make yeah. some kind of a 
sticker uh, board a board or something that goes on there and you can put all your stickers on it. Yeah. We can zip tie <laughs> it to the mollies. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want it on, just cut the zip ties. We, yeah. we can make we, easy they're peasy. freaking cheap. They're cheap. Yeah. Cheap, cheap, easy. Um, cheap and easy. Yeah, so uh, the the modular type design of the, the aluminums being able to add things. Um, I was able to do that with my plastic set, um, but I had to get the right type. Um, my rack is kind of built into the bike. It's just like three mounting spots, so they're not as sturdy for extra weight as a rack for um, like aluminum because the aluminum ones usually have a bar that runs from one to the other to prevent yeah. them from sandwiching. Yes. Yeah. I have the, I have the same issue on my, on my rack <laughs> on the Beamer. Doing, 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 doing. We got to address the elephant in the room as well. We got an elephant. Yeah. It's called weight. Oh yeah, the aluminum's uh, the heaviest by far, and so you got the rack and the aluminum. So probably one of the heaviest options, if not the heaviest option. Right. So um, my, that doesn't have to be a bad thing. I'm not trying to talk you out of it. Just you should know when you run over the scale, you're going to weigh more. I guess. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, most hard do have to have some sort of a rack. Um, BMW, uh, I'm not sure if anybody else does, I, but BMW has, uh, a unique system that does not add anything to the bike except for that one little thing on the, uh, passenger foot peg, which, I mean, if that's not there then, but the other, the, the two latches on the top by the seat that the bag hangs off of. Yeah. Those are built into the bike, and the bag actually clips on. Um, yeah. And the nice thing about those bags, uh, they are expandable, so you can make them. Yeah, it's kind of like an accordion. Yes, you can make them wider or or narrower if you're carrying yeah. less. So, um, like, if you're full but you hit the grocery store, you can expand them so you can fit your groceries for the night in or whatever right i usually leave the top box on all the time for the wife for a backrest and god i sold on and i'm sad about that i uh i usually expand it so it's taller for her. yeah that's one thing uh doing two up on the beamer my wife lets me know when we're when we're not loaded <laughs> she's like i don't have my backrest <laughs> Yeah, I, I usually, uh, I've got my uh, tools and uh, tire repair kit. Stuff that I always carry on the bike is in that top box, and the top box is always on the bike. So it's just basically part of the bike for you. Well, except for right now, because it's in the garage. Because you can't get it out. <laughs> no. <laughs> hundred episodes later, we'll see if Chappie still has shit in his driveway. <laughs> hundred episodes later, I won't be driving up this driveway anymore. <laughs> Possibly. All right. Um, did we cover them all? Stickers, weight, security. Um, I mean, people say they can break your leg. That's a user error. So we're just going to jump right over that one into the next. I, but seriously, I think we covered most of the pros and cons that i can think of uh, yeah i i can't think of anything else for the uh like the um the aluminum the ones i mean the the plastic and, ones you, they're they're going to be cheaper but they're also going to break easier if you fall so if you fall on tarmac they're going to crack and break um and some of them are not that cheap. I mean, some of them are like oh, $500 yeah. each. The ones that came with my bike weren't cheap. Yeah, I sold no, them for I, cheap, and then I, I looked to replace the top 
top box because I was like, oh, that was kind of convenient. And I was like, oh, my God. I gave somebody a really really good deal. Yeah, they're $500 a piece. Yeah, 500 bucks. Yeah. I think I sold all three of mine. Side, top, 500 bucks. Oh. Yeah. So no wonder that guy was so nice to me. I didn't know. I just needed money for a trip. So, <laughs> <laughs> so plastic a little cheaper. Um, yeah, um, you can't really bang out plastic. I no, guess is what you're saying. Usually, um, they're smaller too. Um, other than like the Vario bags, I'm not sure how many of them are expandable. Uh, I know some of the soft is. And we'll get to that, but um, so for kinda, a quote unquote hard luggage, you can go plastic is probably going to be your uh, less expensive option. Still right. have the security, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And the majority of them still need a rack. Yeah, and usually, um, in some of them, this is kind of a a, a, a con. Some of them need specific racks. Yeah. You know, like you can't take a tour tech uh, aluminum pannier and put it on a, a Givy plastic rack because the, the mounting places aren't the same. Yeah. Try that. <clears throat> yeah. You're better off um, just going and getting the rack. Yes. I mean, there are some that make uh, racks. Like I think Tusk makes a rack that you can put your tour tech stuff on. But I mean, if you're going with uh, the cheaper uh, bags, mm-hmm. there might not be as many options for yeah. a rack. Yeah, is what we're um, getting at. Um, and then to uh, to close that out, I'll just share my experience real quick uh, about the thump thump thump. Yes, about thump thump thump. <laughs> So I, I, nobody told me this, maybe it's just common sense, but, um, so if you do a lot of off-road riding and you have hard panniers that are held on some of them by bolts, screws, whatever to the rack, uh, or if you have just crappy roads, you don't even have to be off-road if you, you know, if you vibration, driving down crap. Yeah. Vibration. Now I want to point out, I did use Loctite when I put my thing together so Hmm. but uh, apparently i had been a little little rougher than whatever but i was driving home on the freeway in the mountain you were midnight yeah i was rough i went roughly (laughs) (laughs) but uh, but, uh, i was going around a corner coming down a mountain pretty steep and uh I had just changed my tire, the rear tire, the day before, and I heard this like, boom. So in my head, like I was freaking out. I thought the tire I changed blew. No, it wasn't that. Uh, my pannier came off. And uh, yeah, it was it was late at night. Not good. Scared the hell out of me, and then you know. I ended up having to leave the pannier there because I couldn't even get it back on. Luckily, my other one was empty enough. I went home un- unweighted properly. But mm. yeah, so just something to keep in mind. Like if you're riding off-road or just crappy roads with potholes, whatever, or even a perfect road, just check your bolts. Like yeah, add that I don't to know, once a week, checks. once a month. Yeah, add it to your safety check because. Luckily for me, there was no one behind me, so it didn't like hit a car or anything. But it still, mm. it was not a fun experience. Mm, car didn't hit it. Yeah, car didn't hit it. So it's, it's yeah. better to think of it that way, because then you don't have to pay for the car. Exactly. That, <laughs> see, I was thinking, oh shit, I lost my pannier and have to pay for the car. <laughs> the car ran over my pannier. Yeah, what a jerk. Yeah, you're you know where the brakes are. For my pannier. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I think that's pretty rare. You know, I, I, I have good odds with that. But I just thought I'd mention that. Loctite them and uh, check them because that wasn't on my safety checklist, and apparently it should have been. Amen to that. 
Um, oh my god, I think we're on to softies. <laughs> yeah, I think we are. Uh, we do tops last. Let's do tops last. Yeah, I don't, don't even worry about that. So we're just talking about the. All right, so your soft luggage. Um, there's multiple types, and depending on what you choose is going to depend on how easy or how hard your you know luggage life is going to be. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. <clears throat> Starting from um, the install to the uh, let's go into a hotel. All the way through, yes. depending on what you choose. Uh, if you go difference. with, yeah, if you go with traditional type panniers, um, majority of them, you're still going to have to have some sort of a rack, which yeah. is going to add weight. It does add the weight. Now, yes. usually the soft panniers might weigh less than the aluminum, but still you're going to have to have a rack. So that, Right. Unless you go um, rackless, and we'll get into that, I'm sure. But yeah, that that'll be our third set. Uh, so, starting with with the pain, soft pain years. Um, if you're going cheap, sometimes your uh, attachment to the rack is not going to be quick and easy. For like, yeah. You know, when yeah. you're getting ready to go. Uh, so when you pull up to camp or the hotel, uh, there's going to, there might be a little more to getting that off your, than we had on our, say, aluminum or plastic. Yeah. And that might or might not be a big deal. It wasn't a big deal to me until I was with somebody else who had a different system. Yeah. Um, there are systems, uh, namely Moscow that uh, it might even be easier than the aluminum or plastic. Yeah, <laughs> pretty damn sweet. <laughs> and, they, and they are pretty uh, durable as well. Yeah. Um, I can attest. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the nice thing about the, the soft luggage is um, it kind of exp it can expand. So you can actually, like if you have a little bit too much, like clothing or something like that, you can usually shove it in there and still get it to like close because it's yeah. a, a little bit flexible. Yeah. Um, there's a little, there's a little wiggle room in there. Yeah. I mean, and, and that could also be a pro and a con because, because it's flexible. Um, like you've kind of found out, uh, a tree kind of hanging out on the side of the road kind of grabbed grabbed the hold of yours and flexed it till <laughs> yeah i guess there's there's a pro and a con to that story is the pro is it did not rip me off the bike where <laughs> i believe if i'd had a rigid thing it like would have jerked the bike oh yeah because it was a big big tree and i wasn't going too slow the con is uh, I had to borrow some straps from Tim to uh, secure what was left of my luggage for the rest of the trip. <laughs> and let's, that was not a fast process. Let's put it that way. <laughs> now, that's kind of user error. It's kind of whatever, but yeah. So I didn't get hurt, but in that instance, yes, it, it ripped that thing right off my bike. Mm. Oddly yes. enough, all the crap inside, though, was fine. And so, for the most part, the bag was fine. I mean, it was yeah, still... Yeah. Had I had any sewing skills at all, I could have made it look like it never happened. Fix but it. I didn't take home ec. I skipped that. Yeah, you need a special, I think, special needle. and. I've got one now. Do you have Actually, a... Yeah, I've got a... It's a, it's a gear kit. It's really cool. It looks like a spool of wire, kind of. It's made by uh, Exotac. Huh. And then you unscrew it. It's got thread on the top. You unscrew it. Inside it holds the needle. And then it has duct tape around it. Now, it's like 30 bucks. But hmm. it's cool. Like, I got it when my tent zipper started giving me some hell 
when DJ had to pee real bad and didn't care the door was closed. My 80 pound dog showed the tent who was boss. <laughs> so that's when I bought the, uh, the kit, but yeah. So, I mean, pros and cons had that been a hard one. You could safely argue that I could have just pounded out whatever damage other than if it would hurt me. Yeah. Cause it, it just had enough give that it didn't throw my bike really offline, you know, like I didn't get any handlebar slaps <laughs> and I just feel like if it was rigid, who knows? Yeah. It could have, uh, upset the apple cart. It could have stopped you dead. Yeah. Yeah. We got lucky. Been. Both Tim and I got lucky on that trip. We did some, we had some instances. Tim Carter would have been singing like Michael Jackson. Yeah. You slide forward on the tank. <laughs> Catch the, catch the wavos on the gas cap. One of my first rides with my son-in-law. That's back when I thought like a route was a log hop. So I'm like, look, I'm going to hop over this log. And it was a route. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going through this mud puddle. Well, he did. And it got so deep. And it, it was almost like somebody had taken a shovel straight down. I swear to God. So his front tire hit. It was almost as deep as his front tire. And then he just went nuts first into the <laughs> handlebars. <laughs> it was only funny because I was watching and I wasn't uh, the rider, but I don't think he thought it was too funny. <laughs> How you doing there, Spot? Fine, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Soft luggage, I'm just going to say, weighs less usually. Yeah, um... The, yeah, the bags themselves are going to weigh less. Um, you still have to have some sort of a uh, some sort of a rack, um, and usually that's to prevent the bags from flopping around. Um, that way, they same, don't same reason all racks tire. are. <laughs> I was just going to say, how come every bras? time we get a bike, you say we got to go get a rack job? Now we're talking about flopping all over the place. Oh, mm-hmm. But yeah, you don't want your rack or, I mean, not your rack, but your pannier flopping into your chain or your rear wheel or no. you don't want it flopping anywhere, really. That'd no. be a bad thing. Um, some of them have uh, molly systems. Uh, what a molly system is, is it's, uh, it's, it's like infinite. Stra- yeah. It's like a, it's like a strap that's sewn on where you've got like a sewn part, a loose part, a sewn part, a loose part. And it kind of looks like a, a basket weave. Yeah. It's missing the other pieces that weave to it. So you can get uh, either sticks that go yeah. in to the molly panels, or you can like get straps, straps. that you can mm-hmm. strap to the mollies. I love those. So it, it allows you to expand um, some, depending on who's packing it, uh, soft luggage can be narrower. <laughs> yeah. Depending on who's packing it. Not always. I've seen some pretty wide. Yeah. Um, I've been on some pretty wide. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I love the Molly expansion. There's, you know, there's multiple brands that do that. Obviously, I have my favorite. Yeah, you're not going to be able to put as much on. But like I have a first aid kit that has a molly backing. So Mm -hmm. I can just attach that like to the rear of the bike. So it's always accessible and it's not really taking up my quote unquote luggage space. And I I love that. And if I'm really stupid and think, oh, I don't need first aid today. I can always just take it off quickly. But (laughs) I would not suggest that. Oh. That is not a paid endorsement. Nope. Um, yeah. The, they say that the soft luggage is holds less. Well, I, I don't think that's entirely true because I think... They never met me when they figured that out. <laughs> but I think that uh, depending on... I mean, because uh, pin use, you can still get them in 25, 35, 40. Yeah. 
you know, yeah. in that range. And you're and the nice, nice thing too is, I mean, I'm not sure about hard luggage, but the soft luggage has some pretty vast price points and quality and a lot of different manufacturers. Yes. In my experience, there's a lot of good ones out there. Like I think you would really have to cheap out to get some crappy stuff, you know? Yeah. But I mean, even like uh, Nelson rig, uh, like if you're just starting out, they have inexpensive stuff and a lot of their stuff is, I don't want to say all of it's waterproof, but like for the most part, most of the stuff you buy nowadays, even the soft luggage is somehow waterproof. Yeah. Whether that outer shell might not be waterproof, but yeah. Yeah. It didn't Um, used to be that way. Not, not too long ago. I had, I had some Wolfman's for my dirt bike and I love them, but they were not (laughs) waterproof. Nowadays they do have them, but I mean, there's, there's, uh, not that I'm sponsored or even want to be, but Tusk is a company that makes aluminum panniers and soft panniers. And they're usually on the lower end of price. Usually what they, it looks like to me, they find a cool one and they try and copy it and then sell it for less for better or worse. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for, for the guy uh, that doesn't have a lot of money, that could be a good thing, you know, but. Well, I mean, Wolfman is Wolfman's got some up. great stuff. Yes, but they've got different price points as well. Mm-hmm. So they've got stuff for the person that's got a budget, and then they've got stuff that if you want to spend, you can spend. Um, yeah. Giant Loop is another one that's got a ton of stuff from all ranges. I mean, there's there's so many different good brands out there. And and um, to be honest. Um, with soft luggage, I see it maybe more so than with hard luggage, but uh, if your ego will allow, a lot of us just mix and match what works. I mean, I've seen three different brands of, you know, a tank bag that's a different brand than the than the panniers and, you know, whatever yep. works for you and your bike. So um, it's just, uh, I like that because it gives you options. Yeah. Oh, Price yeah. Absolutely. Wise and space wise, and you know, and the funny thing is, it seems most of them are made in black or black and gray. So they all kind of <laughs> now they're, you know, there's you can break every rule. So don't hold me to that. But right. And then there's the orange one, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for the big old bag on the back. Yeah. Um, even if you do uh, soft panniers, like side panniers, um, mm-hmm. I see a lot of people still do like a hard top box. Yeah. I've, which I've can that. give you s- some security. Yeah. Um, I like that, that kinda, idea. It kind of limits your How expandability, you though. Yeah. 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 Uh, there's that if, one guy, Pedro, uh, has a YouTube channel. I can't remember his. Oh, Pedro Mota. Yeah, Pedro Mota. The guy that rides I just the Alp. remember one. I watched one episode. And, With the help? Uh, With help. Yeah. And he went and he bought this freaking top box. Was, I mean, it freaking looked like he was buying a damn coffin. The thing was huge. And I'm only laughing because I was like, God, I want one of those. But <laughs> when he put it on, I mean, it just looked like. Holy shit, dude, you're taking your whole house with you. Yeah, well, I, I was just going to say, like, um, it, it can give you some security, like, for the things that are really important. If you've got, like, valuable cameras or stuff that you travel with, that would be a place to put them. Um, the other route is, uh, what Cody was referencing with the orange, is you get some sort of dry bag system. Um And you can like strap them in that spot. And then you can usually like put like a couple different, you know, like modular, make it however you want. Yeah. It becomes like Tetris with this soft luggage. You can can have fun 
and, and you can go way overboard too. <laughs> yes. And then, um, expanding more upon the, the soft luggage, you've got your rackless systems. Uh, yeah. Tusk has one, giant loop has one. I think Wolfman has one. Uh, I'm not sure if you can get like in the cheaper, like rig gears and stuff. Usually they're the, it's the upper echelon. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I've seen, I, I, the Tusk and giant loop and, and those, they're okay. But, um, as far as like, Durability. A rack, a rackless system. Uh, you can't beat the the Moscow. Uh, I would, I would agree. Not, not only contracted to agree, but yeah, I would but have not to agree. Not only do you get a decent system, but with the Molly panels that they put on there, uh, it beaver is so expandable. Yeah, stuff. and then the I beaver love tail. That beaver tail, man, that is like my favorite. <laughs> Yeah, and what you can great, put whatever you what want in there. Idea. And then the beaver tail's got mollies on it too, so you can like yeah. expand even more. Um, the only problem with the rackless, and uh, this is the only con that I have for it, other What's than that? the ones that have already been, it's a lot smaller than you're going to get with a traditional pannier, whether it be soft or hard. Um, yeah, you can make and that, that can make be a up con, for especially, that. Especially, especially, uh, you know, well, I can't ride with my reckless system too up, but just saying, like, well, if you're packing for two people, man, that, that that can be a problem. That that could um, that could be a plus or a minus. Yeah, it depends on the day and and the person. <laughs> if it, well, no, I mean, the if you can't really ride two up with the reckless. Yeah, sorry. Can't go today. <laughs> yeah, if it's a it's when you get home, solo. you're getting ready for your trip, and you hear "Gimme, Gimme," you're like, "Nope, the rockless is on. You can't go. Sorry, honey." <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, there's space can be limited. Now there is a way around that, which can be good or bad. But yeah, you throw the forty liter uh, atomic duffel bag on the top of your instead of your smaller bag comes with the rackless system right and, and then expands you can, it quite a bit but you can also strap stuff down on like the passenger seat and you know yeah same yeah. thing you can do if you've got a top box you know you still got more room um usually the rackless systems are the narrowest yes definitely closer to the bike i feel Yes. Um, the only thing you have to really be careful of is to make sure that you get your heat shields in the right oh, place. Oh, yes. Yeah, definitely. You don't want to be... I mean, we say you ride fast, your tire's smoking or something, you're doing a burnout, that's good smoke. You're riding down the road and your luggage is smoking, that's not good. No. <laughs> it's not Especially good. if you got a fuel canister in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. Let's ask Amanda <laughs> about that next time she's on. <laughs> I'm so glad she made that video, though, because I used to carry my uh, fuel canister over on that side. After that video, I never have. <laughs> oh, wow. I just, I didn't think about it. I thought, I didn't think it'd get that hot, but yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> wow. And I think she said that she did it by, she put it on the wrong side by accident. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I, I load my fuel canister now, every time I think of that video and her story. Oh. So I, I'm sorry that it happened to you, Amanda, but I'm grateful that you shared it because every time I put my canister in my bike, I double, triple check that I'm not on the exhaust side. Another con, I mean, it's not as big as the, like what we were talking about before, but like, like taking your stuff out when you get to a hotel or even camp or something like that. Um, yeah. You're rackless. You basically, what you have is you have two legs that run along the side of the bike. It's like a holster. Yeah. So you got to like pull your, pull your guns out, <laughs> pull your stuff out. And like, if you need something like tools or something like that, and they're in one of those legs, 
you've got to undo that leg. You've got to pull that bag out. Yes. And then get to what you need. So and that's from, from what I've seen for, from all of them there, they seem to be kind of like that as well. Yeah. And from traveling a lot with those, uh, there's pros and cons. Uh, the rackless systems seem to be more expandable and at the same time they can become smaller. Like if you've eaten all your meals and stuff, they, they scrunch down. So they become smaller, like a hard pannier doesn't ever become smaller. It's just, right. Uh, so that's good. But then like you're saying, if, you, if it's in the bottom of that bag, you got to take it out, you got to get to it. And there are tips and tricks, you know, for that, but it is a thing. It, it just, it could be a second or it could be two minutes longer and it adds yeah. up if you're on a long trip or if you have to do it multiple times. So right. and depending on what it is too, like if you're looking for uh, something that is in the bag that can wiggle down to the bottom, right? <laughs> you know, you don't want to put it, you know, you, you're putting it in a certain way. Well, yeah. And loading, I mean, most of us already know, but you you want the weight towards the bottom of the bike as much as you can. So for me, that means the tools are going to be lower. So if I need the tools, I'm probably I'm diving all the way in. Or huh. some of them, uh, like mine, has a, a pouch on the bottom outside. And that's where I carry the tools. That way it's really easily ox, accessible. Oxpox. Oxpox. Favorite. You're talking oh, about the, those things. I love the those things. Reckless, right? Yeah. Well, it's not mine anymore. Now it's uh, one quick. Oh, you got rid of your reckless? Yeah, I sold it. Oh, I needed some money for a trip. That's why I sell everything. I'll buy another one. <laughs> I'll buy another one. <laughs> uh, I well, know, but every I mean, time you do that, you well, things change. Uh, I put the dog rack. On the back of the 701. So I can't use the. So I can't really use the rackless that way. And I'm not taking the dog rack off. It is now part of the bike. And then I picked up this lady. I think she's my wife. Started riding with her on the Beamer. So I found out that the reckless 80 for my BMW didn't work with the passenger. So, I mean, there may be a way, but I, I just didn't. I was tired of configuring things. Right. So we, we went to the pannier system on the Beamer. But I but did not sell it because husky, I don't. Right? Yes. So that is yeah. the cool thing is uh, I can just literally, because I have extra wedges. It's part of the back of the pannier system that I have, the soft pannier. Yeah. So I have a set on the Beamer and a set on the 701, and I can just... Literally in two seconds. So I was going to say that awesome. that was that was one of the biggest pros for me on buying the Reckless Eighty was so I can, can take it, it from bike. my two hundred and fifty and put it on my BMW, and then if yep. I wanted to, I could go put it on my Kawasaki. It just yep. and goes that is from, awesome. Yeah, it just goes from bike to bike. You just strap it down, and that works great for everybody. I just had to screw that system up. And add a passenger to each bike. One dog, one wife. Yeah. I got my two bitches on the back of my bikes, okay? <laughs> Sorry, babe. You know it. <laughs> yeah, I know, but this complicates. Like looking if, you were to, through the door. if you were to fly to me, you can't bring a, rack, a reckless. <laughs> I wouldn't have a set of luggage for you. Yeah. Mm, That's all right. I don't have another that. one. I don't have another one. Don't you worry. Alrighty. Yeah, it just kind of sucks. But, um, yeah, so. Yeah, I, I mean, when, when it comes. All panniers, if you fall over somewhat, kind of save you or your bike, depending how you fall. I mean. Yeah, they, they, they could or could not help your bike from being easier to pick up. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like the long as it's not like, like it, it never the fell over the all the way because Tim had the boxer engine, so it never fully went sideways. Right. <laughs> but, but yeah, unless you're pinned yeah. under your luggage, hard or soft can happen, and that sucks. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, there's there's so many pros and cons to like the the actual riding and falling and stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's no perfect answer because no, it, basically you like have making to ask plans. yourself what you're comfortable with. You can make the best plan in the world, and God can still laugh at you. Yes, some of us more than others, <laughs> but yeah, and that's yeah. the thing, Chappie and I were talking before, and. I've come to a realization that most of these choices are just boiled down really to being honest with yourself. Like how you want to ride, how important is security to me? How, you know, how much does weight matter to me? Uh, I'm, I'm getting to the point where like, just shut off the marketing. Like these marketers are professional, man. They can get into our heads, right? you know, and put, Visions of sugar plums or whatever that stupid story is, you know, dancing in our head. Yes. But at the end of the day, what do you do most? And, and, you know, what are the most important things to you? And I think you'll make the right decision if you. Yeah. And and if you want to do your research, there are ways to secure soft luggage. They're not easy. They're not beautiful. I've got the new system Moscow came with and it, it's more secure than, than before, you know, and it, yeah, it's, and it's a little more time consuming than just turning a key. So, yeah, but they, they've got like those mesh, those mesh, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, I, I think net, great. I guess it's like that a, you can lock. It's like a reverse Spider-Man web. <laughs> yeah. It's metal. No, those right, cool. but, like for the top bag, I would love to have something like that, but to each their own and, and it is time consuming and more money. Right. Like yes. when you buy the when you buy the hard pannier that's expensive, they usually come with the locks and the key, and that's mm-hmm. done. So soft luggage, you might have to shell out a little more for some security. So, and then you got to have a place to carry it as well. Yeah, luckily yeah, Moscow so gives you a little pocket for that in the pannier now. Which for is, the it's cool for the little for the net, rope. not the net, oh. but but they have the it's like. Reminds me of the bicycle thing when you're a kid. Right. But they put a little pocket on the beaver tail of each pannier. That oh, fits nice. That. Fits that and the lock perfectly. So That's cool. Yeah, so there are ways. Um, and as we said, you know, everybody's going to have their own idea of what they want and what's going to work for them. At the end of the day, you're the only person that knows what's best for you, really. Right. Each of us. But if you want one of them big old orange bags, you can head on over to Mototomic and use a discount code throttled ADV. Thank you, Dan. They got a 40 liter and a 10 liter. I use my 40 liter. The only trip I've gone on since I met Dan that I have not used my 40 liter as some sort of a suitcase is when I flew to Arizona. Uh, it was too big to stuff in the overhead, too big <laughs> to go under the seat, and I didn't want to check a bag. Yeah, I didn't want to check it. Yeah. Plus, I didn't want somebody to steal my freaking Mototomic bag. Somebody saw that, and they were going to be like, I need that. Yeah, and that could happen. So, yeah, thank you, Dan. And I, I've told you guys, I'll tell you again a million times probably, but the coolest thing, I showed up at the Tortec rally last year, and the three people I was camping with had yeah. their hoodies. Yeah, and I didn't. It was right by the door because it was. I was gonna put it like in the beaver tail or something. Anyway, and then, uh, well, I probably meant to leave it. You know, nine a.m. I look at the clock and it's one p.m. I probably got in a hurry and took off. <laughs> hmm. No, it's cool. As I know giggly, you guys are listening because yeah. And as the giggly guys said, dead bodies six hundred. <laughs> <laughs> anyway (laughs) did you buy shampoo when you were up there there's no video proof of it (laughs) whatever now now fucking oliver's gonna oliver's gonna go back to that store and ask him for security footage i just know it Uh, it's too late (laughs) it gets wiped after 20 days or some shit are you you talking about the money shot (laughs) Oh shit! That was the that way, was funny shit. The way he told that story was just 
Fabulous. Uh, I was going to not put it in. And I was like, no, this is too good. <laughs> yeah. The lavender love shampoo. <laughs> I didn't see anything about no microphone and a red ball, though. That's the only thing I was disappointed. <sighs> Did I send you that link? <laughs> it's on Amazon. All right. Oh, no. So you also Randomly use... said he's going to fucking bring it to the next tour deck rally. Let's send oh. a link. <laughs> oh, shit. I said only if you give it to Super Dave. <laughs> Crazy. It's good times, everyone. Good times. Yes. So you can also use that discount code. At Motocamp Nerd. At Motocamp Nerd. He has what we were talking about. He has giant loop bags. Um, I'm not sure what he carries as far as luggage because I have Moscow stuff and I as have, do I. Yeah, and I have uh, my BMW bags for when I'm on road trips. So, um, and I had that stuff before he had it. But all my camping stuff, other than my bag that I carry my camping stuff in, came from Moto Camp Nerd. Yes. Tent, all the everything. So, and I'm pretty close to most of what I carry now is from Motocamp Nerd as well. Yeah, and I mean the name says it all, Moto Camp Nerd. It's yeah. uh, his logo is a picture of a tire. And it's it's like, not it's not a cabin tent camp nerd. No, it's Moto no. Camp. Yes. Uh, his store is the idea of making it easier for those that ride motorcycles to find the camping gear that is best for them. And that's he why has, I love him. Yeah. Love him. Because there's no freedom like taking a tent and your motorcycle and going off and having a camp and a ride. At least none that I've experienced. Somebody told mm. me that when I was young. He was a 1% biker. He said, Cody, you talk about freedom. You never experience freedom till you load a tent, sleeping bag on a motorcycle, and go out, camp off it. And I think subliminally he got in to my head because years and years yeah. later, I, I ended up <laughs> becoming obsessed are. with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, we're going to give a shout out to those fellas over at B Moto. Hell yeah, we do. I just rode my bike a few days back. That still Cody proofed. proofed. Oh, well, Vince tried to test that. Well, that I thought we were going for wait a, a minute, slow wait little a minute, ride. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! It's not Vince proof. It's not no, Squatch no. proof. That's it's true. Cody proofed. That's true. But I was following Squatch. <laughs> so good point, though. Yeah, it got me up to 90 miles an hour. I was sweating ball. I'm like, I, I screw this. I'll catch him later. I ain't doing it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the bike held up great. The engine held up great. Unfortunately, my suspension was set up for slow crawling up rocks. <laughs> Not 90 miles an hour over ruts and crap. And yeah, my back's still paying the price. But yeah, B-Moto, Booty Che, they all over there. And Pete did the job, man. Like, I love that bike. Nice. As they would say, it runs like a rape tape. Nice. So thanks. B-Moto. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know where that expression came from. Yeah, uh, I was going to say something, but I'm not. I'm not oh, <laughs> I, I don't know where it came from, but <laughs> you can tell me later, Chappie. <laughs> I will. Uh, so with that. Uh, we want to thank everybody for listening and uh, happy two years. Uh, we've got, I think, one more episode till the Black Friday episode. Yes, two more episodes till Thanksgiving. Holy cow, Black man. Friday. Black Friday. Yeah, look online. There's a lot of deals going on. I'm sure Moto Camp Nerd will have one, probably Moscow, Firebox, uh, you know, whatever man. you're in the market for. Black Friday is the day to pick stuff up or tell your wife to give you something. Yes, but Black Friday will also be the episode for two years for the podcast. So Sweet. Well, happy Thanksgiving, Black Friday, holidays, two years. Yes. And we will 
probably do a little something, say something in that podcast. But yeah, but I think we're going to take a little break at that point for family time. Are we going to take a break then, or I, I don't know when it is. I just know that yeah. we've got this um, holiday thing coming up. I don't know. Yeah, um, probably well, right before when Christmas. You want to do it. Yeah, because there could be only six more episodes. So to this year season to this year yeah so we shall see could be six so we'll see that's my favorite number Uh oh so it's only six for another week (laughs) all right thank you all for listening and uh you want to wrap them out for old time's sake wrap it wrap (laughs) 